Welcome to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Here's your host, Casey Bubba and Scott Bogman. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Pre-Snap Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Line Star App and at Line Star NFL. And make sure you download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Everything you need in the palm of your hands to win in your DFS lineup. So you also become a premium member. You get access to so many cool tools. You get the articles for all the sports emailed to you. Nice and neat. It's pretty nice stuff there. So I highly recommend checking them out. You can find myself on Twitter at BDentric and my co-host as always on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman! How you doing, <laughs> my friend? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm ready to... Uh get to another week of football so uh, obviously been watching the world series and that has been fun tied 1-1 as we're recording this um i did look and because houston plays smu on saturday night i can get seats on the 50 and it the smu 7-0 texas or houston is 6-1 on the 50 two rows up just take a crack at how much i can get those for 15 dollars 50 bucks Oh, you went a little too low, but I, but I, I was like, why are they so cheap? And I remembered game four is Saturday night. So yeah, the entire city yeah. of Houston is going to be watching the Astros in the world series. So I don't know. I don't think I'm going to do it because I want to watch the world series, but it, it's, uh, yeah, but it's not a clincher. It's not a clincher. You could potentially see SMU go eight and no and make an argument for, uh, you know, a, a, a certain bid. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I think Cincinnati is going to get them, but yeah, I mean, uh, I, I could, so we'll see. I don't think I'm going to do it. I've also heard UH is in a sketchy neighborhood, but it uh, is, it yeah. is because when I went to Houston to watch, uh, Wisconsin LSU to open the season, we stayed in Rice's neighborhood. Yeah, let's just put it that way. That's where yeah. we Yeah, <laughs> yeah, little sketchy, little sketchy. Yep. So we, we didn't head to the other neighborhood, but right. uh, yeah. So good luck with that. I hope you get to go. That'll be yeah. cool. We'll see. I, I might. I mean, I could go if I wanted. I just, I think I kind of want to watch the World Series. But yeah. uh, you know, football's fun, and I'm ready for. Uh, I'm ready for another week of it. Let's roll. Week eight, folks. Remember, if you wanted to recap week seven, you can go check out that podcast. But we're here for the week eight picks and bets preview. If you guys download Friday's show, you'll get the uh, DFS main slate preview and secret here. You'll get a special third show starting out this week and each and every week where it's like a small 10, 15 minutes, maybe five minutes, depending on the game, showdown preview for Thursday Night Showdown. So come and check out all that good stuff over on Line Star and the Pre-Snap Podcast. All right. Week eight. Let's kick things off. Bogman third, or we'll recap week seven. Bogman went five and eight against the spread, seven and six over-unders. I went eight and five against the spread and seven and six over-unders. So we keep chugging along in a fun-filled NFL season. Thursday night football. It was, it was the separator. You know, uh, we were different on a lot of them, and you got most of them. So it happens. It happens yeah, to the best happens. of a Bogman. But uh, long ways to go. So I can't get cocky. Long ways to go. <laughs> um, week eight, kicking things off Thursday night football. And this stinks. It just absolutely stinks. Green Bay at Arizona. Devontae Adams on the COVID list. Um, Alan Lazard, COVID list. There's injuries galore. J.J. Watt out for the season. Oh, um, Arizona, minus six and a half at home, trying to stay undefeated. Over under 50 and a half. This, like, this had the makings of a phenomenal like postseason preview. Now I'm confused, Boggs. What are you thinking on this one? It turned into a regular Thursday night football <laughs> game, right? Is this like... the uh, Jaguars-Titans all over again? <laughs> 
But yeah, next week we get the Jets and the Colts. So, uh, yeah. So this one, uh, and that's that's Jets and Colts without Zach Wilson, by the way. Possibly so. with Joe Flacco by then. Oh God, please no. But uh, yeah, this is uh, this is a fun game. You know, it still should be a fun game, even without Devontae and Alizard. It looks like MVS uh, could be uh, ready to rock in this game. Uh, that would be exciting. I'm excited to see Equinemius St. Brown play a little bit for the Packers, if possible. Maybe Amari Rogers gets a little more uh, run as well. But I think at the end of the day, this is going to be a Cardinals win. They're at home. And I know Green Bay travels well, and there's a lot of Packers fans that live in Arizona. As a you know Arizona transplant myself, and then I'm back where I came from, uh, essentially here. But um, I lived in Arizona for a long time, and there are a lot of transplants from Wisconsin, from Chicago. Everyone who lived up north and decided those winters are way too rough for me, I'd rather deal with the rough summers, have uh, migrated their way to Arizona. So there's, it's going to be, you know, yeah, the Cardinals are good, so it'll probably be a 70-30 crowd, but there's going to be a lot of Packers fans there. Um, I think due to the injuries for green bay i am going to take arizona the cardinals also get chandler jones back as they lose jj watt so it kind of turns out to be even over the last couple weeks for them it still is the hardest test for the cardinals this season but i think they can get it done at home i'm going to take the cardinals uh over under is tricky and the public betting is like right at 50 percent, so it's kind of dead even i'm going to take the under because of all of the injuries that uh, the Packers are dealing with on offense. So give me the cards and give me the under. Bogman, um, going into this Thursday, the Packers of Aaron Rodgers and the Packers have played six games without Devontae Adams. Do you know what the record is? Uh, st- um, I think it, I know Rodgers' stats are good without him, but I don't know what their record is. Is it uh, four and two? Six and oh. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was shocked. I heard that out of Aaron Rodgers' mouth, actually, on uh, the the Pat McAfee show. So they've done very well. He says, I don't know how they did it. He said, we're better with him, obviously, but uh, the guys rally. And we've seen that from time to time. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. Can the young guys produce? Rodgers can make anybody better. We know this. By the way, both these teams are six and one against the spread this year. Yeah. Green Bay covers. Something's going to break. Um, I'm going Green Bay. I think Rodgers is good enough. We'll see Aaron Jones do his thing. You can move the ball in Arizona. We've seen this. Like they're a good team, but they you can move the ball. I think given Rodgers nearly a touchdown's too much. So I'm going Arizona or Green Bay to cover in this one. And for that reason, I'm going to take the over. I think this has the feels of like a 34 to 30 type game where it's like these there's still going to be offense going to be had. If MVS comes back, that's going to be tremendous. He hasn't practiced in a while with them, so who knows, but Green Bay, give me the over. Give me some fun Thursday. Let's make this game hopefully something that we hoped it would be. <laughs> Pittsburgh make Thursday night football great again. Is that what you're saying? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else. But um, <laughs> you almost got me. You almost got me. <laughs> um, Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Um, yeah, this is a game I know you're looking forward to a lot. Pittsburgh coming I off am. the bye. You got Cleveland. Uh, Nick Chubb may be back and ready to roll this Sunday. Cleveland minus three and a half. Over under 42 and a half Bogman does Pittsburgh come back from the bye and dominate Cleveland. I don't know that they're going to dominate Cleveland, but I do think that they can at least beat this spread here. And Cleveland is beat up, man. I mean, you know, uh, Baker is a maybe to play. Nick Chubb is coming back, but is he going to be 100 percent? I don't know. Uh, Jarvis is banged up still. He played last week, but didn't look great. 
you know, Odell Beckham is dealing with a shoulder thing as well. He's probably going to need surgery before the season is over or at the end of the season. I mean, I do think the Browns are still going to make the playoffs and the Steelers probably won't, but Steelers are pissed off and they're ready. They got a bye week. And I know Cleveland got extended, uh, you know, uh, time too, because they played on Thursday night, right? So they had a couple more uh, practices, but they weren't practicing with Baker. They were practicing with Case. So I'm going to think Case Keenum starts this game. And I think this, this is a game that the Steelers stay in on defense. So give me Pittsburgh. And just because of, you know, the wide receivers and potentially backup quarterback, I'm going to take the under here as well. Now, you're much more in tune with things than I am, but I thought I saw on Wednesday that Baker is taking all first-team snaps. Was I mean, he true? could have been, uh, and they said that it's a possibility for him to play. Like, that's okay. what I saw today was it was possible that he would play. But, uh, I mean, you know, the, the Steelers the Steelers aren't great against the spread. They're 2-4, and four, but they're also 1-4-1 uh, playing to the over. So most of the Steelers games go under uh, Cleveland is four and three against the spread. And then on over unders, uh, they're also four and three. So uh, they're kind of, you know, both Cleveland is middling, but they have guys hurt. Pittsburgh is bad, but they're decently healthy. And I just asked those questions to have a debate here, but I'm with you. Actually, I want Pittsburgh on the under. Um, I'm not saying Pittsburgh wins this game, but they can keep it within a field goal. I'm pretty confident of that. I think it's a tough fought AFC North game. And I'll take the under as well. I think both teams want to run the football. They want to drain some clock, and uh, I think some dumb turnovers will happen to keep the ball out of the end zone. So Pittsburgh under. Carolina at Atlanta, two bad football teams. This could be two th- – we talk about it every week. Could be a lot of offense. Could be a lot of just ugliness. Atlanta minus three, over under 46, Bogman. Uh, okay. Well, I do not like the Falcons, and um, uh, I know – that has, if you've heard me talk about them, what I just really don't like is a team with a bad offensive line and no pass rush. Like that's, you know, growing up a Steelers fan, that's a staple of the Steelers is you have a good O line and you have a, a really good pass rush. And they have one of those right now. O line is terrible in Pittsburgh, but um, Carolina is messy, dude. They're bad. Uh, Matt Rule benched Sam Darnold last week, uh, you know. Threw some confidence, I guess, behind him saying he's going to start this week. But, you know, P.J. Walker is one sack fumble away from getting in there. So I have just no trust in Carolina. I think their defense matches up real well with Atlanta. Not in the secondary, obviously. Uh, Calvin Ridley and Pitts are going to be tough for anybody to stop. But on the line, the line for Atlanta has been their weakness this year. And you have Brian Burns and Hassan Reddick chasing after that QB. Derek Brown got a sack the other day, too. Like this defensive line can go ham on this Atlanta offensive line. So for that reason, I think I feel most confident in the under here. Um, and I think I'm just gonna take the dirty birds at home. Atlanta in the under. Yeah, that's a tough one. I'm going Atlanta as well at home. I think their offense is good enough where there's been issues in the Carolina offense of late. I'm going to go Atlanta, but I'm going to take the over. I think both these teams are just going to move the ball. Like they're all, the, I know Carolina's defense is better, like you said, but I think Atlanta can still score on them. And Carolina on paper should be able to move the ball all over Atlanta. Could this be Sam Darnold figuring things out again? Could Robbie Anderson finally do it? Who knows? But I'll take Atlanta, and I'll take the over in this one, as I think 46 is way too low for as bad as these two teams are. So give me Atlanta. Give me the over. Miami at Buffalo. The Who's your daddy bowl? Buffalo minus 13 and a half over under 49 and a half. This is a horrific football game. 
I mean, I'm taking Buffalo in the over. Yeah. Buffalo coming off the rest, too, and just been dominating people. Uh, you know, uh, apologies to your – what the hell is your team doing with this quarterback situation? Like, uh, I know Tua says that he doesn't feel not wanted, which, you know, great double negative Tua. You went to Alabama. Uh, you should be better than that. Uh, but really surprised. Do you really do you think he went to class at all? I mean, he seems like a smart kid. I'm sure he did, but it was a. It's just weird phrasing from yeah. him. And it's probably, I mean, a question that shouldn't have caught him off guard, but maybe did. So, yeah. uh, uh, look, I, I, I really like Tua. And look, if you guys don't want him, I'll take him in Pittsburgh next year. Uh, you know, because Ben's going to be gone. So I'd love to have him. But Buffalo has just been dominant. As defense is uh, really, really good. They keep rotating the secondary in Miami, too. I mean, what the hell are they doing there? Brian Flores is a good coach, but uh, I'm losing faith in him by the game here. So uh, I'm going to take Buffalo, and I'm going to take the over. Yeah, you could have made it a lot quicker, Bogman. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. No, I was trying to rush, too. No, Flores, I uh, I love Brian Flores, but I think – I don't know. I think he's in full panic mode now. Like, he's just doing things I never thought I'd see from him. So, yeah, give me Buffalo. Give me the over. Buffalo's going to put up 40-plus points in this game. It's like Josh Allen owns. Like, you thought you thought Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. Josh Allen owns the Miami Dolphins. And after a bye week, oh, not good. So, yeah, blowout city in Buffalo. San Francisco at the Chicago Bears, Niners minus four, over under 39 and a half. Hey, Josh, uh, Field said he, he's, he thinks he's, he's ready for a breakout game, Box. Okay, well, I'm ready to be skinny. So uh, I don't know if either of us are going to get our wish. No. Uh, something has to break here. Chicago, uh, uh, three and four against the spread. San Francisco, one and five. San Francisco has been bad against the spread. Uh, the um, San Francisco better. They're even on over-unders. They're three and three, while Chicago is one and six uh, playing to the over. So most of their games finish under. I'm going to take the Niners here. I'm going to take the under. Uh, it, this game could go over because the line is so low, 39 and a half. So I, I obviously worry more about that than the Niners. I just don't. The Bears looked absolutely defeated last week. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, Josh Fields looked like, or uh, Justin Fields looked like he had nothing left at the end of the game. He got hit way too many times. He's holding the ball too long. Uh, if you can't get the ball to Allen Robinson, I don't know what you're doing, man. So uh, I'm going to take the Niners. I'm going to take the under here. Yeah, this is this is a tough one. Like Niners should never be minus four on the road to anybody. It's the Bears, though. I'm still taking the Bears. I'm taking oh, the Bears okay. plus four. I'm taking the Bears at home. Um, I did like seeing a little more production out of uh, Fields. It wasn't great, but they're still starting to move the ball down the field a little more with him. This Niners team does not impress me at all. So give me the Bears. Give me the over in this game, and just don't put money on this game at all, please. Don't don't <laughs> bet this game. Don't do it. Yeah, Tennessee at Indiana, Indianapolis. Indianapolis Colts minus one over under 51. I am this is one of the more fun games of the week, Bogman. It is. This should be a really good game. I'm I'm a little surprised that the Colts are favored in this game. Tennessee has been good, uh, but I, I think we can't overrate their win against Kansas City, right? Because yeah. Kansas City was playing terrible. So um this is still the team that lost to the Jets, right? So mm -hmm. that's still these Titans. So I'm gonna take the Colts at home. Uh, I'm just surprised that at coming off a win, usually perception is a little different uh, than this. So uh, the Colts are five and two against the spread. So are the Titans. So we got some uh, weird matchups here. 
uh, for sure. So um, uh, I, the over under Do it. 99% of people have taken the under 51. Do it. Don't be scared. Yeah, I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna go over. Yes. No, I think it's a great line. Like, uh, if anybody that's listened to this show long enough and listened to the recap shows, um, I've been all in on Tennessee. Been all in on them. I love Indianapolis this week at home. Hmm. Uh, We talked about it on the on the recap show last uh, Monday night as we record Tuesday. Dropped on Tuesday. Carson Wentz looks healthy. This team looks good. The last couple weeks, they're starting to click. Jonathan Taylor's getting his. You got Pittman doing his thing. Like. Give me the Colts. Give me the over in this game. I think it's going to be a great football game. It's a game to stack in DFS. We'll talk about that on the DFS show. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Cincinnati at the New York Jets. Bengals minus 10.5 road favorites. Over under 42. Magic Mike starting for the Jets. This is rough. (laughs) This is rough. Uh, I don't know how rough it is. It's easy. It's Cincinnati, and it's the over. They just put up 41 on Baltimore. Um, You know, I think – I no one's going to be able to take this seriously. I think the Bengals are a little bit overrated, right? I know no one's surprised that I'm saying this. Yeah, like, I don't think they're overrated. Yeah, I I think I think they're a little overrated. Because I think people are making too big of a deal uh, about this Baltimore win. It's a big win, and, and it can set the tone for the rest of their season. And look, they're better than my Steelers. I know that they beat the Steelers. They played, so I'm not sitting here trying to say that take away any accomplishments that the Bengals have. They're playing very well right now. Um, but the Jets are horrific. This was one of the worst NFL teams I've seen in my life. And they were like that last year too. And, uh, you know, we expect changes and with a new coaching staff, and we really haven't seen much. They're still really, really bad. They have a win this year. So great. You have one win. Uh, but they're not going to go in there with, like you said, magic Mike White and beat, uh, Cincinnati. So I got Cincinnati and I got the over. I think they're going to get most of it themselves. Yeah, I'm with you. I have not a whole lot to add to this. The only thing I'll say is remember the swaggy confidence that Burrow had when LSU won the championship that was oozing everywhere on Sunday. Like he's got that feel right now. I, I'm maybe I'm, I'm, I know I'm overthinking it. It's the NFL, but that man, when he's confident is scary. So give me Cincinnati, give me the over. And um, Robert Sala, man, Sometimes just becoming a head coach, don't just take that job. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, it ain't worth it. I understand. But you you got to try because, I, I mean. You, you have to because the, the openings are always bad teams. You, you turn, it. but you turn that team uh, around but in New York. You're, you're a hero. god. You're never yeah. paying for another meal again. Uh, so here, here's why I think the Vikings are overrated. Just real quick. Uh, the Bengals, you mean? The, the Bengals. They, yeah. Okay. They beat the Vikings in overtime. That's a good win to good open win. up the season, and it surprised yeah. everybody. Uh, then you lose to the Bears week two. All right. Happens. You beat the worst Steelers team I've seen in a decade. Uh, you beat the Jaguars. Okay. Lose to the Packers. Close game, 25 22. Good game. Uh, beat down the Lions and a big win against the Ravens. They were losing for two thirds of this game. They, they, mm-hmm. uh, it was 13 to 17, and they, just turned it on. They flipped a switch. That could be the beginning of the mm-hmm. dominance for the Bengals. Like you said, this could be Joe Burrow getting on his horse and taking this team as far as he can get him. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, they play the Browns in a week. So that's going to be a real test for them. Uh, I think so yeah, I uh, that line can hold up against miles Garrett. Okay. 
you know, now you got something. That's the big test. I'm just not there yet with them, but that's fair. the Jets are horrific. So yeah, that's fair. Now if they struggle to see that's the hard part. Like the Steelers beat the Bills week one. The Jets beat the Titans. Like these teams we love. The NFL has issues. We know yeah. that happens. So. Any given Sunday, man. Yep. Any yep. given so Sunday. We'll if you don't prep, you yep. have a letdown game, then yep. uh they'll you sneak know, up and get you. Any team will get you. You're not playing, yep. there's no University of Miami, Ohio's here, right? Yep. There's they no leave the Mac alone. Yeah, there's no Akron's. So uh, every team is good. Oh, man. Philadelphia at Detroit, talking about teams that are good. Uh, Philadelphia, minus three and a half, over under 48. Man, someone has to win, I guess. Uh, it's going to be Philly. I've, I've got – I don't love taking Philly specifically when this team has no idea what they're doing with quarterback in the future. It ain't going to be Hurts. It's pretty clear that they don't like him. Um, but Detroit – laid it all out last week right yeah. they threw everything they could at the rams and they still lost so uh they gave it their all and dan campbell's got these guys playing with effort but we've seen this before they came really close to beating somebody earlier this year and then um you know uh had the big letdown game against chicago the next week i think this is the letdown game because you exhausted yourself trying to put in all these different things all these fake punts all these you know uh, onside kicks and all the little tricks they pulled out against the Rams got them to beat the spread, but they still lost. So I think that's just a deflating loss for them. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and take Philly in this game. Uh, uh, there's no way I'd ever bet this game, right? There's just not a chance in hell. I would do it. Uh, 48 is a really good number, Bubba. Um, oh God. Um, I am. I'm going to go under. I, both these teams play more towards unders, so I'm, I'm going to take it. Uh, Philly in the under for me. The one thing the Lions do, besides not win football games, they cover. They cover yeah. more often than not, I believe. You have the numbers probably in front of you, but yeah, they have to uh, they're four, four and three, and so they have a, a better record. Uh, Philly is three and four, so they have a better against the spread number uh, than uh, Philly does. Both these teams are broken. I'm yeah. taking the home team to cover. Give me okay. Detroit plus three and a half in this game. I, I don't know if they win it, but I think they cover. I'm definitely taking the under. This is going to be an <laughs> ugly football game where points are a premium. So give me Detroit. Give me the under. Rams at the Houston Texans. Rams minus 14 and a half over under 47 and a half. I agree with you, Bachman. Yeah, Rams in the over. Uh, yes. And look, we took the Rams last week, right? And uh, uh, Detroit showed some fight and, and uh, kind of exposed a little bit. But you have a bad Houston roster, and now they're willing to trade pieces off. We saw Mark Ingram get flipped to uh, New Orleans uh, today. Brandon Cooks was upset about it on Twitter. It seemed. Uh, I'm sure he'll say that no, I was at my barber and upset or something. You know, the same Devin Booker or Eric Bledsoe thing or whatever. So I, I just Houston is. There's no way to describe it, really. They're bad. Like Davis Mills is has, uh, I saw on PFF they were talking about it today. Uh, they were talking about the difference between Trevor Lawrence and Davis Mills because their PFF ratings about the same. But on one of the shows they've been openly mocking Davis Mills. Why? It's like okay, well Trevor Lawrence uh, is given the keys of the car and they said let him go and he has uh, a bunch of big time throws. Davis Mills have four, which would be the lowest uh, it would be the lowest percentage of big time throws for a starting quarterback for a season ever since BFF has started, uh, you know, doing these ratings, his percentage is like 2.2% of his throws are big time throws. So, you know, 
I know not, not a lot of people are believers in PFF and all that stuff, but Davis Mills is not a NFL capable starter yet. And they threw him in. Tyrod Taylor may get in this game, but with one week and coming off an injury, I'm not going to trust Tyrod Taylor either. I think the Rams are, I think the Rams are a little annoyed that the Lions played them tough last week too. So there's no way they go into this game underprepared. So I think it's an absolute beatdown. Give me the Rams and give me the over. Yeah, I'm with you. Give me the Rams and the over. The one caveat I will say is I think Ty God might be eligible to come back this week. Yeah, no, he is. To. I I said that. Yeah. Okay. Must have missed that. I apologize. Um, if he plays, I'm kind of interested in Houston plus 14 and a half. I'll be honest. Okay. Because I think he keep, keeps them in it. Regardless, I love the over. Love the over in this game. But uh, if it's Mills, Rams, if it's Tyrod, give me give me the Texans. I'm just going to put that out there right now. So right now, for the official pick, give me the Rams. Jacksonville at Seattle. Seattle minus three over under 43 and a half. And, man, Trevor Lawrence, could they get win number two? I think they can, man. I'm taking Jacksonville in this game. Uh, this it's been a rough go for Seattle. Now they played New Orleans hard, right? Uh, and they had a good defensive effort, but it was a weird home game in the rain with, um, you know, uh, I don't know, man, it, New Orleans offense, Jameis Winston just oh, is, they won't let him throw. They won't let him do anything. I don't, yeah. blame, I don't even blame Jameis right now. They just don't yeah, you got to let the dude uncork it, right? Uh, but but they don't have the wide receivers for that. Have, you need to be willing to have multiple interceptions and live with it because that's how he flourishes. Right. Yeah, you're right. You know what? I agree. I agree wholly and completely with that. So let let the dude throw the ball. Uh, but, I mean, they're just not letting Geno do it. They're down Carson still. Uh, you know, uh, I unless you're going to give DK Metcalf 15 targets, which they don't seem willing to do, uh, and Tyler Lockett didn't get involved. That's bad. So, which is why I know a lot of people are taking uh, the under here, but most people are taking the over. Jacksonville's got a uh, extra week to prepare. I think this is where we start to see Trevor Lawrence finally get a little bit of comfortability. And uh, the Seattle defense is bad, dude. I mean, Jamal Adams trying to do everything. He's had an interception, hit him in the face two weeks in a row, and not caught it either time like i don't know yeah. what is happening with this dude he, but he's still he's getting to the quarterback and stuff so jacksonville is the easy pick for me here because they're getting points i know it's a road game but they're coming off the bye they should be a little more prepped i'll take the over two. 43 and a half is low but i think you know you get to 21 21 and somebody kicks a field goal to win it and you hit this over 24 21 so uh i'll take the over this is such a bad football game like I, I find it hard to take Geno Smith as a favorite ever. He's 2-0 against the spread so this far. This one should be on Thursday night, right? A hundred percent. Because then we might get Devontae Adams and Lazard back those on Monday. Dude, instead uh, of giving Jacksonville to London, they should just give them to Thursday night. Yeah, you got to right? play like two Thursday night games a month. Like, this is your penalty. Or at least <laughs> once a month. Um, yeah, I'm with you there. This is a really tough one. I'm going to say, oh, man, I don't want to. Give me Seattle. Give me Seattle. I just don't trust <laughs> Urban Meyer to prepare at all. Give me Seattle and give me the over in this game. Like this is a, another game. Do not put money on it, please. Please, for your sake, don't do it. But it is a bad football game. I think Gino can do just enough to game manage it where Lawrence could lose it just as well as he can win it. So that's that's the tricky part. New England at the Chargers, most likely the game of the week. 
Chargers minus six over under 49. Actually, it's not different New England team. I don't know why it's brain farther there. But Chargers coming off a bye, do they put the thump down on the Patriots? I don't know if anyone ever really puts the thump down on the Patriots, right? They they tend I to wish play. They did. I wish they did. They tend to play close games. So, um, man, I, I am going to take the Chargers at home in this game. Uh, I hate this number. I think six is a really good number. I feel like the over-under is even worse for me. Um, I think that both these teams play towards the under. Yeah, the Chargers are one in five playing to the over. So that means they're five and one playing to the under. And then the Patriots are um, three and four. So both these teams tend to trend towards the under of their total. So I'll take the under here. I don't like either side of this one. Yeah, give me the Chargers coming off the bye week. You know, they had that bad, bad loss, kind of bad taste in their mouth. Uh, I could see them really doing some damage here. A, a healthy Eckler off of bye, Herbert and company. I like the Chargers to put up a lot of points here. Um, New England, they show signs of being really good and other signs that make you kind of question things. I'm going to take the over. I'm going to fade the public on this one. Give me the over. Give me the Chargers. Give me the over. Just enough to make it happen. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Brady going in to New Orleans face Jameis Winston. Tampa Bay minus five and a half. Over under of 50 on this one. And the public is very one-sided on both parts, Bogman. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think the first thing here is I'm definitely taking Tampa Bay. I mean, we saw what New Orleans had. They, they get a home game, which they're a much better home team. We all know that. But uh, I just... I got to take Tampa Bay here. Uh, we saw them absolutely smoke Chicago. I think they're hitting. They're not at their peak because they're down AB. Uh, Gronk isn't 100% either. But just seeing what JPP and Shaq Barrett did to the mm-hmm. Bears offensive mm-hmm. line last week makes me scared. And the Saints have a good offensive line. I mean, that's what uh, you know got them that win against Seattle is just running Kamara up the gut and destroying that pass rush. I don't think you're going to be able to do that against Tampa Bay. So if you're not doing that and they're not letting uh, Jameis uncork it, what are they going to do on offense, right? Is it short passes to Callaway and uh, Adam Troutman and Juwan Johnson the whole game? I don't know, man. So I got Tampa Bay in this one. Um, I think I'm going to take the under. Yeah, I'm going to take the under here too. So uh, I just don't see how New Orleans scores too many points. So give me Tampa Bay and give me the under. Yeah, that's the big thing is this Tampa Bay defense is starting to really click, as you said. I know yeah. the secondary is bad, but you have to have time to throw it, and Shaq Bingo. and JPP aren't giving it to you. And we know what happens with Jameis Winston when he gets happy feet. Now, as much as I want him to throw the ball, he needs to be willing to throw picks. He's going to throw picks. So that's going to be a thing. I don't care how good or bad your secondary is. He's going to throw picks. Um, so I like Tampa Bay as well, and I do like the under. Like I'm not saying it's like last week's game where Chicago just got shut down completely. But I don't think it's going to be that far off. So give me Tampa Bay. Give me the under. Big, big road win. It's Brady's moving towards the postseason yet again. Yeah, and, and I think that uh, – uh, and I think I remember hearing this today that Jameis holds the ball for one of the longest in the NFL. Yep. Like his time to yep. throw is like three seconds, and I think the league average is like 2.6. So he holds it just a little too long, and doing that against Tampa Bay is just, you know, that's a death Sack point. City, baby. Sack City. That'd be something we can talk about. You say, I'm sorry, you show. say over or under? Uh, under on this one. Tampa Bay okay. and the under. 
Um, Washington at Denver. Denver minus three over under 44. They get Jerry Judy back, which is a humongous lift on things. So does Denver come through and get the job done this week? Oh, God. This is... Some uh, bad football this, games this week. Some bad ones. There are some bad ones. This one, this is to me a lot like Philly and Detroit. Like I, I want to just find a side to pick and be really confident about it. The the public is confident on Washington, but I don't know what gives them that confidence. Right? Uh, I I guess it's the Washington defense, the way Tyler Heineke got into the red zone against Green Bay a bunch and didn't score. So I think the safest thing here is the over 44. So I will take that, but I'm going to take the home team too. Denver um, Bridgewater looked hurt. I don't think he should have played on Thursday night football and he still had them in that game. But that also shows you how little confidence the Broncos have in drew lock, right? Uh, when you don't let the backup play, when your starter is clearly hurt and looking miserable out there, you still let him go out there and play. So I think Teddy's going to look more healthy this week. You get Judy back, as you said before. Uh, this secondary is horrific. I love Corey Sutton against Fuller this week. I think he's almost an auto start in any of your rosters in DFS this week. Uh, so I'm going to take Denver, and I'm going to take the over. Yeah, I'm with you. I think um, getting that extra time to heal up is going to be big for, for Teddy, and I also think getting Judy back, obviously, is a tremendous deal. Washington just I, I don't get what the love is there like they, they surprise you once in a while I get it but that defense is still very very bad uh, Javante's doing his thing so is Melvin you got Fonten company give me Denver and give me the over I think 44 is way too low in this game and I think Denver starts clicking a little bit more you know we've seen them play bad teams and play very well I think we see it again this week so Denver and the over Sunday night football Dallas at Minnesota Dallas minus one and a half over under 55 in this one, Bogman. I hope this lives up to the potential. It could God, be. This is going to be such a good game. I'm so excited for this one. A good, good Sunday night football game here. Um, I'm going to take, oh, I'm going to take Dallas. I think they're the better team. Um, but I think I'm going to go over this 55. Uh, I just think Kirk cousins is in line to have a good game. So, um, I think it is going to be a little point for point. I really want to take Minnesota here, uh, but I just can't do it. I think Dallas is good. I, I think if you're looking for who needs the win more, uh, I think it is Minnesota because Dallas pretty much already has the NFC East wrapped up. Uh, I think, you know, like Philly looks bad. Uh, Washington looks horrific. Uh, the Giants are bad in playing Kansas City this week. So, I think they do like Minnesota needs to win more, but that's not how the NFL works. The NFL works on both these teams coming off a bye too. There's so there's no advantage there either. I think the Cowboys are the better team overall. I, I have to take them. So give me Dallas, give me the over. Yeah, it's a fun one. Really, really good Sunday night football game. I'm with you there. Minnesota needs to win. Both these teams coming off a bye. It's the it's the fun one because you can throw on Dallas. We've seen that. Um, and you got some weapons there. This is a tricky one. I like Dallas a lot, but give me Minnesota. I'll take I'll take the home team on Sunday night football. Get that skull chant going up in there. Give me Minnesota. Give me the over for sure. I like the over a lot. Lots of points in this football game. So give me Minnesota and give me the over. Monday night football, an angry, angry Chiefs team in Arrowhead against the mass unit known as the New York Giants. The Chiefs are minus 10, over under 52 and a half. Bogman, do the Chiefs finally look like the Chiefs this week? I, I don't stuff. How, how can we take the chiefs in this game? 
I don't know how we can do it. Like they don't cover. They don't cover. They, they don't. Let, let me look. Uh, the Chiefs I, this I think year they covered once. I think against the spread, they're two and five. Two. So yeah. they covered twice. So I'm, uh, I'm five and two betting Chiefs games. Then <laughs> the Giants are three and four against the spread. So it's not like uh, you know they're sitting here beating everybody up. Uh, the Giants to the over are three, three and one. So they're just split even. The Chiefs. Uh, uh, Kansas City is four and three, so they are hitting their overs this week, um, or this year, excuse me. I just think this is too many points. We're going to take the under. I'm going to take the Giants too. I just I can't give the Chiefs. I, I can't lay ten points to take the Chiefs. I have no trust in them. So give me the Giants and give me the under. A lot of this, I would say, the lazy way out depends on the injuries, like the Shepherd play does, like so many things are a big part here regardless though i might go five and three on chiefs games because i'm taking the chiefs this week i am taking them on monday night football i'm hoping it's a manning cast if i have something to listen to but give me the chiefs give me the over in this i game. hope marshawn's on again so yeah f this f that oh yeah um but give me the chiefs <laughs> give me the over i'm thinking like 38 to 21 or something like the giants will score because the chiefs defense is horrific but I think there'll be some turnovers and some big plays for the Chiefs. So Chiefs over Monday Night Football. Let's get uh, let's get uh, Mahomes and company back in action. That's what I'm hoping for. But that'll wrap us up, folks. Week eight picks and bets in the books. It's an ugly week. Like really limit <laughs> your action. Like there are high spreads. There's bad games. There's a lot of stuff. A lot yeah. of stuff. So this is a week to kind of. And there's only two teams on by too. Yeah, so only two teams on by Raiders and Ravens. Yeah. yeah, Raiders and Ravens. So. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. And for DFS, which will come out on Friday, is even tougher because a lot of the teams we like to stack are on primetime games. So the main slate, no bueno. So uh, <laughs> we'll have to go through all that as well. But make sure you guys check out the um, the showdown show as well. All on the pre-snap. Just follow the pre-snap. You're good to go, everybody. So check out Linestar on Twitter, at Linestar app and at Linestar NFL. Download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. You can watch us on YouTube if you'd like. Or just give us a rate and review on iTunes, whichever you prefer. Check out myself on Twitter at Pediatric, my co-host on Twitter at Bogman Sports. And we'll be back with you guys on Friday with your NFL DFS main slate preview. Catch y'all later. See ya. Thanks for listening to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Please like, comment, subscribe, and rate for good karma in your fantasy football game.